Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Up, everyone, and welcome back to the program. So the police had a press conference yesterday talking about the murder of Debbie Collier, and they released some pretty interesting stuff. First of all, just as we suspected, this looks like a personal attack. That's what the police say. That it was targeted and personal. Not a serial killer, not a stranger. And from the little bit of evidence that we had going into it, that's where we were at, right? We pretty much figured that due to the nature of the wounds, the nature of the violence we see around this, it was a personal attack. Somebody with a gripe or a vendetta against Debbie. And now that the police are releasing a little more information, that's certainly the road that they're on as well. Now, I'm not really going to dive into the pool and say one way or the other what I think about who might be responsible here because I don't feel like that would move the conversation forward. Just be me, you know, yelling into the wind. And really, the most important thing here is that whoever is responsible, they face justice. That's what I care about. That these violent criminals that continue to target people in our community face justice. And when I say justice, I don't mean bail reform justice. If you're a violent criminal and you've repeatedly been violent, then your sentences should be very, very harsh and they should be mandatory. If people are doing mandatory sentences for crack rock, then you should be doing mandatory sentences for rape and assault. Now, of course, we still don't know who is responsible here. Maybe it's somebody who is never killed anyone or hurt anyone before, but I highly doubt it. When you look at the nature of this crime scene, you look at the nature of the wounds, then it's always led me to a point where it's obvious that there was some sort of vendetta, either real or imagined, that somebody was carrying out here. So let's jump into this article from NBC News and let's get ourselves caught up. Headline. Georgia woman Debbie Collier's death was personal and targeted, police say. The Georgia woman's death is not believed to be a suicide or a random act of violence, according to the Habersham County Sheriff's Office. This article was authored by uh, Myrna Al-Sharif. The death of 59-year-old Georgia woman Debbie Collier, whose body was found naked and partially burned earlier this month, was personal and targeted, police say. And I don't know how you could look at it and say any different. As far as the suicide goes, it would be very difficult to have those kinds of wounds on your body if you committed suicide. 
And then the positioning of the body would lead you to believe that, not to get too graphic, maybe she was struggling, trying to get away, you know, grasping the tree like that. I try to recreate these scenes and these scenarios in my mind to try and figure out what was going on at the time. And for me, that's the only thing I could really come up with. Now, it certainly doesn't mean that's the only scenario at play here. The investigation into Collier's mysterious death is ongoing, but at this time, investigators do not believe it was a suicide or a random act of violence, the Habersham Sheriff's Office said in a news release. In an attempt to address the suggestions of this being a suicide or the work of a serial killer, we want to reiterate that there is nothing that has come from this investigation thus far that would support that theory, that this was self-inflicted or that it was a random act of violence, the release stated. At this time, the investigation is leading us to the proposition that Mrs. Collier's death was personal and targeted. Now, it would be a big stretch for me to jump on board and think this was a serial killer. And the main reason is the commotion at her house the night that she went missing, according to neighbors. So we have that information that there was a commotion at the house the night before. And for me, it just doesn't add up that it would be a stranger or a serial killer creeping around the house with the husband still sleeping in there. Police also previously said there was no evidence suggesting a co- uh, that Collier had been kidnapped, despite a chilling text message to her daughter indicating that she was possibly being held against her will. Now look, again, I'm not going to jump in and speculate here, but none of that ever made sense to me, and it made my spidey sense tingle a bit. If the police are saying that she was never being held against her will, but she sent this text message saying they, meaning plural, are not going to let me go, then what are we supposed to make of that? There is some kind of a lost in translation here, right? And there's something going on that doesn't add up. Why would this lady send this text message, send roughly $2,400 to her daughter, and then the police say that she wasn't even being kidnapped? So try to come to terms with that, and I'll leave it up to you to come up with your own conclusions. In a press conference on Friday, the sheriff's office revealed it received new security video from a business next to the Family Dollar in Clayton, Georgia, where Collier was last seen on September 10th. And this is crucial. Whenever you start getting video footage and surveillance footage, it really helps you start to recreate the scene, right? Recreate her movements, what she was doing, where she was, was she with anyone? And these are all very crucial things that have to be done by investigators to make sure that their investigation is moving at the right pace and is going after the right people. The footage shows Collier walk out of the dollar store at 3.09 p.m., sit in her vehicle for 10 minutes, then drive out of the parking lot, heading south on Georgia State Road 15. So, what was she doing in the car for those uh, those 15 minutes just sitting there, or 10 minutes sitting there? That's a question that probably will be nagging at investigators. Was she on the phone? Was she sending text messages? Was she, who knows? This information allows investigators to narrow the time of death to a window beginning at 3.19 p.m. on Saturday, September 10th, 
to the discovery of the body on Sunday, September 11th, at 12.44 p.m., the news release read. So, yeah, it's very important for them to have these sorts, this sort of information. They have to recreate all of this stuff to try and figure out what happened to Miss Collier. And the more they have to go on, the bigger the picture and the more robust the picture is going to be. So I hope that they collect a ton of evidence here. And I hope that there's more video, too. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cox Internet is fast. Collier's autopsy report and analysis reports of items submitted by the sheriff's office to a crime lab are still pending. Habersham County uh, Chief Deputy Murray Kogod said at a news conference Friday, Police are just starting to receive information from an an initial series of search warrants and subpoenas that were filed in connection to Collier's case. That's a little crazy. This was, you know, a little while ago now. You would think that this stuff would be put on rush. But I'll tell you what. One thing I've learned, especially about down in the South, unfortunately, these things aren't as swift or as quick as you would like, these investigations. Take a look at Memphis. Look at what went on in Florida. Alabama with Vicky White. Now we're seeing this. So obviously there needs to be something done as far as an evaluation on how this stuff is investigated and how it's pursued. Because evidence that just sits there and is waiting to be looked at does nobody any good. So hire more people. I don't understand what the big problem is here. Hire more people. You have these city councils and these city managers who have money for everything else, but not for good, trained, quality people. Please understand that this case is very complex in nature and has a lot of questions and unknowns that aren't found in a typical death investigation, Kogod said. It is going to take significantly more time than the 19 days that have passed since the discovery to solve this crime. Hey, look, whatever, I'm not going to, you know, dive on too hard, pile on too hard here yet. It seems they're making a little bit of progress. My issue is not so much with this investigation itself overall, right? It's with behind the scenes, what's going on with the forensics. We heard that there was only a couple of people working in the forensic office down in Tennessee. I mean, really? You don't have any budget to bring in some more people? I'm not here saying we should bring another SWAT team on right? I've said a million times, I think military-grade weapons should be cut back by police forces. And I think that that kind of money should then be put into bringing on specialists to help out situations like this, help out in domestic violence situations, and to help retrain people and give the police, you know, the skill set that they need. But when you talk about defunding the police or getting rid of money for the police, this is the end result, folks. Because it's not just the men and the women that are on the front line. It's all of the stuff behind the scenes that's going on that's not getting these funds now. Collier's partly burned naked body was found September 11th in the woods off the side of a road in North Georgia, roughly an hour from her home in Athens. An incident report shows Collier's daughter, 
alerted authorities to a chilling text message. They won't let me go. There is a key to the house underneath the flower pot and her mother sent by the payment app Venmo before she disappeared. Collier also sent her daughter $2,385. The sheriff's office said, you see, all of that is weird to me. Now, again, I'm not going to speculate too much here or, you know, dive out into the, the deep part of the pool, but there's a lot that don't add up. And if I was an investigator, I'd have a lot of questions about this interaction. Collier was captured in security footage on September 10th at 2.55 p.m. at a family dollar in Clayton in the North Georgia mountains buying a tarp, a torch lighter, a rain poncho, and a reusable tote bag, the Habersham County Sheriff's Office said in a news release. So that's really weird too, right? That doesn't add up. Why would she be buying all of these items? There's no one that seems to be directing her to do this. So why would she be buying these items? A lot of questions here, folks. Collier appeared to be calm and not afraid of anything, authorities said. The 59-year-old's body was found in a wooded area off of State Road 15 at 12.44 p.m. on September 11th, roughly 13 miles south of the family dollar she was last seen in. The Habersham County Sheriff's Office is encouraging anyone with information on Collier and her death to come forward. Well, we're going to keep our eye on this one and we'll keep updating the catalog as we get new information. Because one thing is certain here, folks, all right? In a case of uncertainties, one thing is certain. Whoever did this needs to be captured and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this one. If you'd like to contact me, you can do that at bobbycapucci at protonmail.com. That's B-O-B-B-Y-C-A-P-U-C-C-I at protonmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter at B-O-B-B-Y underscore C-A-P-U-C-C-I. The link that I discussed can be found in the description box.